This story is called Getting Out of the Car. The reality of the nightmare diaper change is that it can strike at any moment, anywhere. It would not be an entity if every baby bowel movement was predictable in timing, happening once a week at home, when her daddy is watching her while I'm running out for a massage. Recently, my three daughters and I went to my oldest one's 8th grade feeder basketball game at a school over a half hour from home. It was a misty Sunday, and we enjoyed the ride until the end, where there was a lot of circling for a parking space at this castle-like school, located in the heart of a downtown suburban dream. Finally, I just parked in the small lot for the administrative offices, where each spot was marked reserved number. I chose reserved number five, which concerned Sienna. You're not supposed to park here. It's the weekend. These guys aren't working today, especially number five. It's fine. She relaxed and reclined in her seat. You have to go in and warm up. I'll go in in five minutes. Doesn't she already know we never arrive anywhere with five minutes to spare? You can't. We just drove around for the space. You have to go in now to warm up. We'll be right behind you. I'm going to let the girls sleep a little longer. Baby Chaska and toddler Naya had dozed off on the foggy ride. As I watched Sienna disappear around the corner, I realized she'd left her water bottle. No biggie. I just shoved it in the mini backpack that used to go on college hikes in Arizona's mountains with me and has become a rather convenient diaper bag these days. Before I gathered anything else, I checked my phone. Maybe I could take the next 20 minutes before the game started to write a little bit. But baby Chaska's whimper from the back seat reminded me that's never possible. Grateful for an unusually warm winter day of 40 degrees, I jumped out of the car without a jacket and ran away from my children. Just kidding. I fit a quick jog in from the driver's seat to the far passenger door and scooped up Chaska. I fit in a brisk walk back to the driver's seat and nursed her for a while so there would be no doubt that she was satiated during the game. Just as she finished, and I thought maybe, oh, I'd have five to ten minutes to snuggle her and make lists in my phone notes before going inside... Her face contorted as she let out a fart so loud it woke up Naya. There were a few more stomach contractions, and I knew this was a rapidly developing outfit-changing situation that I had on my hands. Now, I had no real suffering besides living through the 8th grade, so I don't know what it would feel like to see a tornado or hurricane rip through your house, but I imagine there is a moment or two of inaction before you even survey the damage where you just stare blankly and wait to see if this is the moment the fairy godmother is going to appear. I sat and stared at my cute baby, propped a little away from me now, and watched the line of poop seep up her back. Nothing else happened. Okay, continue. Now that I have two children in car seats, the only space left for winter diaper changes is the front passenger seat. I laid Chaska down there, poop smeared across her back, because there was no other option when my single-handed attempts at finding the wipes in my college hiking bag failed. Ew, stinky, the backseat diaper-changing comment. Degutting. Yeah, I know. I can't find the wipes. Where are the wipes? They're a mass of soft, square plastic. It shouldn't be hard, especially with two hands now on the task, and yet I wasn't having any success. I felt around the water bottle, extra clothes, extra diapers, cream, toy, snack, nothing. Then I started to sort through the crap in the car. The wipes were not down by the granola bar wrappers, not under the baby carrier and its tentacle straps. 
not by the boots Naya kicked off a week ago, not under my 20-pound winter coat that I didn't need for warmth today, but nevertheless brought because its pockets have become my purse and it seemed way too risky to relocate my bank card, driver's license, and favorite lip gloss for one day of warm weather. Where are the wipes, Naya? Where are the wipes? I wonder if she could see right through my fake veneer of sing-song questioning. Uh, mother wipes. Then I eyed the empty cup from which Sienna had drunk the vegan blueberry smoothie I'd made for her to eat on the way to the game. The cup she shoved in the passenger door, where it would continue to sit for the next two weeks, and it reminded me of where the wipes were. Sienna had gotten blueberry all over her face after eating, and used the baby wipes to wipe it all off, as well as blow her nose, and then put the wipes in the glove compartment next to the tissues. In fact, I told myself as I began to peel the poop outfit off, at least now Chaska wasn't going into the basketball game with the blueberry smoothie stain on her sock, the one Sienna had dribbled on her earlier during our getting out of the door episode. Out! Out! Naya ordered as I alternately wiped poop off Chaska's back and the seat in the slow process of whittling it all down. Are you kidding me? May have run through my head, even though she's a tot. Not yet, honey. Do you want to get out in two minutes or three minutes? Um, two minutes. Okay, two, I lied, as I gave Chaska's hair a once-over with the wipe. In order to do an all-clear check for both her and the seat, I lifted na naked Chaska up in the air and turned her. Just as I nodded to myself that I'd have to get that left lower back with one more swipe, I made eye contact with the lady getting into the nice SUV next to me. She didn't smile or laugh or do anything other than look away as quickly as possible. So what? Obviously, she wasn't my fairy godmother. Snack! Snack! Naya moved on to the next topic as I dressed Chaska in a fresh outfit and repeated my mantra, There's always a solution. Even if I hadn't been so fortunate as to have an extra outfit and eventually find the wipes, there's always a solution. Snack pack! Naya charged on. In preparation for attendance at Sienna's basketball game a month prior, she filled an entire kitty backpack with snacks, the low-lying knockoff cheesy fish crackers that no one in the house aside from her is particularly interested in. She's since updated the selection with some granola bars and her water bottle. I've noted on occasion the side glance of a stranger's slight horror at the amount, two to three, of granola bars I've let her consume in a game. By now, the first quarter of Sienna's game was well underway, and she had already had three fouls. As I strapped the cleaned-up Chaska in her baby carrier, helped Naya get her bulging snack pack over her shoulders for the trek to the gym, and remembered to return Sienna's water bottle to the diaper backpack, I took in a deep breath of winter fog air and felt refreshed. But of course, that was short-lived. Just as I pulled on the diaper backpack straps to sling it over my shoulders, I realized one of its tentacles was wrapped around my cold, mostly untouched, but nevertheless open, coffee, which so perfectly flipped upside down and began spilling out onto the previously cleaned poop seat. In the second that I watched the coffee gurgle out and waited to see if this was my fairy godmother moment, an urgent question quickly formed in my head. Where are the wipes?